Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv. And you're listening to another episode of The Rebound Pod. Rebound Pod. Rebound Pod. Oh, Rebound Pod. Rebound Pod. I don't really mm, know mm, mm. where I'm going with this. I don't really mm, mm, know. Mm. But let's get into this episode. Okay, that was giving me Nickelodeon 2004, <laughs> but I liked it. You know, like the Amanda show, Amanda, 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 Amanda show. Let's go. It was giving me okay. Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, I quite like that. Yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't my best. I don't, you know, I don't feel on top form You've done too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, 50 more to go. <laughs> um, right, yep. Yeah. And... Before your contract is renewed. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep trying to bring that heat, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's all I can do. Uh, I do it for my mom. Um, and yeah. P.O.P. P.O.P. Hold it down. Boom squad, baby, for oh life. <laughs> you know, today I saw something on the shade room. I thought they were going to give more, but they basically just said, like, I think they're like that person's been imprisoned now um, for a crime. But I thought that like I thought the shade room were going to add more to the story, but they were just they just reshowed the clip of them like I'm legal. Blood. They never do. Yeah, they're like this person from two thousand and six <laughs> is now in prison for what? Like, what did they do? Like, what have they been doing since then? Like, right. give us some context. Hello, literally. Like, even um the other day on the shade room, there was this video of a couple kissing in the middle of a motorway. Bye. And obviously, I wanted to know what the heck was going what on. Like, heck? was anyone there? Was there an eyewitness? Are they okay? <laughs> you know? I think they were trying to rescue a dog, and then they just started kissing in the middle of the road. I am screaming. So I made... I found myself on, like, the Detroit shade room, <laughs> yeah? And, like... <laughs> because that's what happens when you free. And it was just everywhere, but no one was given context. And I was like, why does no one want to know what happened after this? Like, did they make it? Did is, they is save it the dog? Is it a British thing to be nosy? I don't Literally, know. Literally, like, the Shade Borough gives context. The Shade mm. Borough, as much as they're problematic, gives context. Mm. The Shade Room just gives you nothing. No, that's so true. Do you know what? I I think that, like, the Shade Room is made by its comments. Like, I actually think it's the roommates yeah, that true. make the Shade Room. The Shade Room are literally so shady. And maybe this is the difference. The Shade Room just throw the story and they're like, we can't confirm or deny, but we yeah. saw this person with this person and then everyone goes off in the comments. Whereas the Shade Bro is like, we can't confirm or deny, but we'll probably tell you in three posts time and then they tell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But... That's such a good point, actually. And people will comment and be like, I'm coming back for the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the ones that I love. <laughs> I'll be back in 30 minutes for the comments. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then I also feel like England's smaller. So like we, the Shade Borough mm. can't actually afford to just be throwing suspicion like this because like you'll actually get punched up in a real life. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in America, Word. they can just be like, well, we did say roomies. We wasn't sure. Like... They can just be like, sorry, it's in the name of news. Yeah. The Shade Borough, it's like, you can still get smacked up because I'll find out who Yeah, because I'll see you at right. the award show right. and I know that it's you. So, <laughs> and then you'll get smacked up and then it will just be long. No, literally. That's so true, actually. Um, can I ask you, do, does UK Gossip TV still exist or have they disappeared? Um, that's a very good question. I don't actually know. I mean, I, I, because I don't distinguish between the blog sites. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, it's only if I'm trying to find a post again that I'll try both of them. Okay, like, yeah. Gossip TV and The Shade Borough, that I'm trying to find something. But I just scroll and then whichever one is there. Gotcha, I don't know, gotcha. actually. Cause... Is it because you haven't been following them that you just... 
you're not sure yeah and i think i don't know if it's something to do with love island which <laughs> of course we'll discuss later but i was trying yeah. to have um like a little bit of a toxic fix the other day and i was looking for some Ooh. kind of shade borough and it wasn't giving and then i was trying to look for uk gossip tv which is super hard to search for on a normal day so anyway. i'm literally trying to find it now and it's like incognito like what's going on yeah but then nothing like i i think i even searched in who i'm following and then it just wasn't coming up and then i thought oh if they disappeared off the radar because i know they did last time um ah. but yeah um yeah ha- maybe how are you my love yeah i'm okay you know i'm okay um i've realized that i actually don't know how to relax right um and i feel guilty when i relax right. and that isn't a reality that i want for myself yeah no no because we all deserve rest right um but it just it feels like i always have to be doing something Mm. um and i've only got a few days left of freedom and i don't want that for me because my next job is going to be quite high pressure so yeah i'm just trying to force myself to relax really um and also not allow myself to get like swamped with all of this stuff that's going on in the media now with the football but Mm -hmm. yeah how are you feeling yeah i feel like by the way personally i'm i'm going to um make sure that your girlfriend listens to that clip because you love to get onto her about not resting, but look at you I not resting. I did actually say that to her. Yeah. I was like, I always get at you for not relaxing, but look at me yeah. not relaxing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Really got to How make... beautiful. Really got to make sure my godchildren choose rest because their mother's... <laughs> no words. ...not choosing rest. Great. Yeah. Okay. Calling them rest oh, as a nickname. No. Um, Screaming. Not, hey, rest. How are you doing? Um, hey, relax. Hey, rest. Hey, sleep. Not rest and relax. <laughs> not the twins. Oh not R and R, no. <laughs> Love it here. Um, uh, I've got something to tell you and the listeners actually about children. I've been thinking, but we'll get there. All right, um, go on. Tell us how you are, and then we'll get there. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Today I'm just feeling a little bit down. Obviously, it's the day after the football Euros 2020, mm-hmm. um, and I just feel like it's oh, not coming home. It's not coming home. Um, I'm now thinking like maybe in a week I'll be able to really say it angrily with chess but like I'm glad it didn't come home because you don't even deserve it to come home actually um Mm -hmm. you've just ruined it for everyone else and when I say you it's obviously no one listening to this podcast because you could never um we don't do madness listeners do we 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 (laughs) no we don't do that round here of course we don't don't. of course we don't um but yeah so it's just like a very ugly feel weather's doing up pathetic fallacy um Yeah, it's just grey, awful, horrid. Just making me think about which country I should move to as a grown-up. Um, a gro- but literally, which one? Up. Literally, which, which one? one? It's going to be Mars at this rate because ska- everywhere is racist. Right. <laughs> everywhere. Right. Um, can't believe we've got to make up our own universe just to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Literally. Fuck ASAP. After this shit. Um, After this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. It will pass. It will pass. It's just heavy, mm. in it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, what I was going to tell you randomly, you and the listeners, you guys are mm-hmm. the listeners. Um, I've been thinking recently, and I don't know if I should say this out loud, but I'm going to. Um, I'm starting to think, like, do I want kids when I'm older anymore? 
I mean, I thought you were going to say that, but I was like, surely not. Yeah. Auntie Livy in the car. Auntie Livy in the car. All right, talk to me. Because I feel like, especially as black women, mm-hmm. we don't really feel like we have the option to choose whether we want children or not. Right. So talk to me. What's got you here? Do you think that's just black women? Do you think that's all women? I think it's all. I think that's all women, but I think there's a certain pressure on black women to have children. Because it's like, what else are you doing on this earth I'm if screaming. you're not having children and getting married? What else are you doing? Like, how else are you going to feel fulfilled? Because also you have to remember that for a lot of us, our legacy is not in money or wealth. It's in the next generation. That's the word. So it's like, how how are you going to leave a legacy if you don't have a child? So I think that's where the pressure comes from for a lot of black women. Yeah, that's the word. Um, Yeah, I'm just starting to be like, I really love being an auntie so much. Like, Auntie Libby Mm. is literally my favourite role Ever. Like, I literally love it. Mm. I actually think I'm... Su- no offence to all my friends. Um, Screaming. But it's starting to become, like, my favourite role over being a friend. And you know I love being a friend. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm also taking that personally, and I don't yet have children that are going to no, make you No, but you're a, you're a best friend, so it's different. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Thanks. I love being a best friend, obviously. Um, okay, thanks. But being Auntie Libby, it just makes my heart melt. And I just, I don't know what happened the other day, but I was just like, do you know what? Having kids is amazing, yeah? But, like, it's actually quite a lot. And I feel like it's so weird because when we're younger, yeah, I don't even know why we want to have kids. I'm not being funny. Like, I literally don't know why young girls want to have kids when we're young. Yeah. I I don't, like, apart from, obviously, we're given dolls and barbies babies teddies that's exactly why but like i I haven't really though because in fairy tales they don't have children do they this is what i mean like princesses like they get married but they they just live happily ever after they don't have children so that's interesting but then do you know what maybe that's why that that's where the two sides of the socialization comes on into becoming mothers and wives so we like in our play and in our leisure we're being trained to be mothers, but in what we watch in the media that we're absorbing as children, we're being trained to be wives. So then we grow up wanting to yeah. be married women with children, two and a half kids, the dog, um, white yeah. picket fence. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've just been thinking like, so so obviously when you're a child, you have no context. So you're just looking after your doll or your baby, your teddy, whatever. And you actually think that's just being a mum. And then I think yeah. like when you're a teenager, if maybe you have younger siblings, you might find it like fun that they're or early teen you might find it fun that they like follow you around and want to do stuff and you're like hey do this with me get me food and it's just like Haha, yeah. I'm the grown-up I'm the mum like I think you just think that um and then and then maybe some of us have not have children early but like I don't I don't think we see what parenthood looks like properly until we become parents and being an auntie and having quite a few friends that are parents already like all my friends and family that have children love the life out of their children but I also see like the nitty gritty (laughs) Mm. and it's it's not always that sweet (laughs) and I just feel like do I really want that? Or have I been socialised into thinking I want children? Because I love mm. kids. Do I actually want, like, am I selfless enough to have children? Hmm. Mm. 
Um, yeah. I think it's a good question to ask yourself because I think, like you said, we're socialised into thinking that we should live a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you really, like, sit back and think, oh, actually, like, where is that... Why has that been normalised? Yeah. Like, where is... Why, why is that normal for me? And then you kind of unpack and are able to think, like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the reality that I want to create for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I might come in here and change my mind and be like, oh, guys, sorry, I actually really want my own kids. <laughs> but I just think it's so... Like you said, we're just socialised into it. I don't even think we ever have a opportunity to step out and think whether we actually want this. And as I said, yeah. I probably will want it, but also I really might not. And I think it's just like getting around the idea that it's okay if I don't because I've just always thought it's something that we have to do similar to even like uni I remember right in college Mm. and one time my mum was just like I mean I don't know if she thought I was going to fail my A-levels I don't know why she was putting this badness madness on me (laughs) but she just one day said to me bearing in mind this was like May so UCAS everything is done everything's in everything she was Mm. like you don't have to go to university if you don't want to I said are you I, are you scared? Like now, Sonny, huh? you- no, I was actually so angry. I was like, actually, do not say that. I was like, you have never presented an alternative to me ever, ever, ever. So mm. you can't now say, if I don't want to, I've never even thought I had the choice to even consider whether I want to or not. So, right. like, just shush. Like, obviously, I didn't say shush there because I'm not mad and bad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, miss me with that um and I think it's kind of the same thing we just never really consider whether it's actually something we want to do because we're just so expected to do it that it's just it just Mm. seems like a natural path like of progression yeah and I also think um for heterosexual people Mm -hmm. usually uh, men are less likely in in my opinion in terms of like if I'm just creating a statistic Mm -hmm. men are less likely to not want children Mm -hmm. so if you partner with a man who hasn't even thought about why he wants children and what that means, then that could, like, reduce your dating pool size because the men that you're saying, actually, I don't really want kids, they're going to be like, whoa. Like, even Aaron in Love Island and how we dealt with Sharon when she said that she doesn't Mm -hmm. want kids, that was one of the reasons why he tried Mm to sort of kind of cut her off. Yeah, yeah. So I think that might also play a part in why women don't feel like they can voice their concerns or the fact that they're rethinking it yeah yeah a hundred percent and I also feel like so this is so random because obviously this literally wasn't the topic but here we are and I love this for us um yeah I also think that there it almost is like something where it's like women who say they don't want children is okay so I think the natural thing is that people think like oh my gosh what's wrong with you (laughs) kind of thing but I think there's the other side to it where I don't know if these women are seen as like sinister or like evil yeah. for not for not liking yeah. children. There's um an influence actually. But just because you don't want children doesn't mean you don't like them. Exactly. But I think yeah. even not liking children is actually okay. There's an influencer that yeah. I follow. Um she's like um she's a model, she's a disability activist, she's amazing. Her name's Soph J. Butler, I think, or Soph Butler. Um and she does question time often. She's just turned twenty five. She does question mm-hmm. times often on her Instagram and people are always asking her like oh are you single do you want a date do you want children and she's always like no (laughs) and the other Mm. day she was like I'm actually really like annoyed by consistently getting these questions because she was like I 
she was like, in my family, that's just never been something that is has been put upon me ever. So she was like, mm. not in a rude way, but I actually find it quite bizarre that you guys are so obsessed as to my relationship status and whether I want children. She was like, I don't like children. I don't want to. And like, she was like, it's not about me not meeting the right person. It's not because I'm mm. queer. She was like, I just don't like children. So why would I have a child? She was like, mm. I'm having an amazing time in my career. I'm thriving. I'm doing it. She said, if I, if I was a man, you guys would see me as the ultimate bachelor, but you guys I somehow yeah. think that I'm going to be missing out because I don't have children. She's like, I don't want children. And I was like, mm. damn, big up yourself. Like, she doesn't like it's children. It's that honesty that people don't yeah. like, feel comfortable to give. Mm. Yeah, and I think, obviously, I do love kids, so it's quite interesting when people... I find it quite funny when people say they don't like children because I just think it's quite funny. Um, yeah. But I think, like... Yeah, peop- I'm sure that would have made some people look at her differently as like, I don't know, less womanly, less feminine. Like, oh my gosh, she doesn't have a maternal instinct. What? Yeah, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I think it's because a lot of our value as women is placed on how productive our uterus and our womb is. Oh, so it's like it. we have this this thing in us. I don't know what to call it. Like... <laughs> This feature, let's just say. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say, yeah, women are iPhone 15s, yeah? <laughs> and they've got this feature and we, like, some iPhones just don't use the feature. People are going to go for the iPhone that does use the feature yeah, because yeah. they feel like that's the thing that's going to make the phone have the edge, right? Yeah. So if we then apply that to women, it's like women who um, follow the kind of path of normality and they have children and they use their womb and their uterus if they have one. These ones are the, like... The complete women because they've had yeah. the whole women experience, right? Mm. Whereas if you don't have a pregnancy, because even women who um, get surrogates or are mm-hmm. um, infertile and, and have to find other means to have children mm-hmm. if they want them, the way that mo- they, they're spoken about when it comes to mothering is different. Like even yeah. with Gabrielle Union, it took a while for people to yeah. stop saying horrible things about the fact yeah. that Carvia was born through a surrogate mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. So... I just think the the way that women's wombs, the womb watchers basically yeah, are the reason why watchers. women don't feel like they can they can speak about not wanting children. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I definitely think it's something we can come back to. Um, yeah, because I definitely want children. And the thing for me that I find really funny is that when I come out to people, they always assume that I don't want children or that I've like that I'm not going to have children. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think if you lot knew the way technology and science Bro? now means it's possible, I can carry my girlfriend's eggs if I wanted to. That's so sick. Like, so if, if, we, if we're really looking at it, like, and the whole like natural and unnatural thing, like people can get fucked if they want to go down that route. But I just think just because someone isn't following the heteronormative ideal that we put onto society don't assume things about them yeah, yeah. and then even if they are following the, the heteronormative kind of route and they're, they're with a man and they're a woman or whatever don't assume that they're going to then have children that that's the next step for them because yeah. they they might not yeah. like so i think the idea that more people in general are being able to kind of speak out about things that they like or don't like and they feel braver to do that and challenge what's normal I think the more people do that, the easier it's going to be for the rest of us to live the how the fuck we want yeah, yeah. <laughs> without feeling like we just have to follow the normal bo- just for the sake of it. Yeah, 100%. And I actually think that, not in a like morbid way or weird way or anything, but I actually think that it will um, help bring more wanted children into the world um, yeah. because it will actually be women that um, 
that have made the choice themselves to bring these children into life that into the mm. world sorry that they actually want to have and feel mm. ready to have because they feel like they've made that choice based on their decisions for their body and the future of their children as opposed to like what society wants um yeah exactly so yeah that can only ever be a positive thing if people feel yeah. more liberated to talk about how what they want to do with their body which is like what everyone should be able to do yeah, because I even I even wonder, like, in terms of um, because the laws around um, same sex pregnancy and things mm-hmm. like that have are changing over time. Like, as it becomes more liberal, are we gonna start seeing um, people having children older? I think we're seeing that anyway in heterosexual yeah, couples. Yeah. People are having children later on in life Mm -hmm. but are we gonna see like a drop in in reproduction are we gonna see the same levels but like happier children because Mm -hmm. their parents actually are ready to look after them Mm -hmm. like i just i just think it'll be really interesting to see how um like the way that the new normal in terms of like reproductivity and family changes that yeah Hmm. so we'll be back in 10 Mm. years guys to we'll be back to give a give a give an update because i was actually um at an unofficial pride event on the weekend Uh and we started talking about like um same sex sex Uh and basically one of the girls i was with was like if if um people of the same sex could have children like we would just be having children like all the time because the way that the sex bands like it's literally like (laughs) That, like the reason why we can't have children like this is because we would just be popping out children <laughs> like left, right, and centre. So she was true. like, "It's actually better that we have to plan it because <laughs> then, like, we won't be just reproducing like rabbits." That was an interesting top. We definitely need to come back to that. I wonder if we can try and find someone who didn't want to have children and has children, or doesn't want to have children, and we can just talk about that. Mm-hmm. And especially your journey as well, and like as you get further into that thought about whether you want children or not. Yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys updated because, you know, I think you guys are our friends now or something. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah. Oh, talking about friends, um, big up Bad Girls Easy for winning the giveaway. Um, can I just confirm to everybody before the rumours start that it was that a special, I was going to say adjudicator, that's not the word, What? What? it's just a picker. Yeah, it was like a random pick selector and... I went through every. I went through all of the the entries. <laughs> a lot of people don't know how to follow all of the instructions. You maybe did one and not the other. Right. Um. So I put it into a random picker, and Zainab was the winner. So congratulations, girl. <laughs> we'll be able to get your um lovely the rebound pod package to you very soon. And can I just have a moment of transparency with the audience? It's so Go funny on. because whenever I see giveaways, yeah, and like, for example, my friend did a giveaway. And mm. our friend got one. And I was yeah. like, damn, why don't you just change it? I was like, now it looks like you picked them on purpose. But then I thought, well, actually, no, that's just chance and luck and the universe. Like, that, that's, yeah. that's actually what the picker chose. So it wouldn't make any sense to then go against the picker so that yeah. it's someone that doesn't look too obvious. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just what the picker chose. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That, just but thanks to, to everyone who entered though mm-hmm. thank you for interacting with it it was great i love it um okay should we go into the icebreaker now my darling let's do that i feel like we've broken the ice with that conversation but let's um do let's put I mean? me to to the test i'm gonna put Deja to the test um as you know i'm excited nervous okay okay 
Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's how you should feel. Nerves are always good. Um, yeah. As you guys should know by now, DJ is a big, big Honey fan. I can't remember what episode we spoke about it on. Um, but yeah. you should know us by now not being rude and you should have listened to all the episodes if you're here by episode 53. So, you know. And that's yeah. on period. Um, so today we are doing a Honey quiz. Um, yes. It says we can all agree that this film is iconic. But how well mm-hmm. do you remember the movie Honey? Be sure to let us know how you did. Um, I really hope there's options. There is, there is. Um, okay. But I feel like a real one doesn't need options. That's what I heard. Right. That's what I heard. Also, can I just set the set the expectations here before Olivia tries to embarrass me? I'm right? screaming. My honey knowledge is not the same as Olivia's Mean Girls knowledge. I'm I just screaming. want to put that there, right, okay? Right. It's right. probably the same as her Nicki Minaj knowledge because that one little bit rusty. What are you doing? What are you just doing a little there? bit, little, little, little bit. Little I bit, didn't like that attack. Bit. I didn't like it. It, it wasn't an attack. It was more of like we're just placing my knowledge on a scale, and I just wanted to use a reference for them. All right. All right. <laughs> nice. No, cool. Because when I start giving you random options and not the ones here, then what? That's very rude, actually. Okay, question one. Who was the lead actress playing the character Honey in the film? Jessica Alba. Good girl. Question two. What was Honey's best friend's name in the movie? Gina, Sierra, Gina. Brittany. All right. Which male lead star? Which male lead stars in the film as Honey's love interest? Michael B. Jordan, Morris Chestnut, Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer. He's Leng, you know. Yeah. Also, he's, he's got like, such a lovely name. Yeah, I didn't actually realize that was his name, but I was doing process of, of elimination because I could see his face in my head, and I was comparing it to the other names, and that was not that was not. I only know him name. from um, um, Honey. <laughs> no, from Eight Mile. That's a bad man oh, film, yeah, you know. I forgot he was in Eight Mile. If you want, maybe after the quiz, I can just wrap um Eminem's bit. Like, no, thank you. I'm gonna do it. Okay, next question <laughs> for which US rapper did Honey audition for in this scene? Um, I'll just show you the picture. You can't really see it though. Okay. Um, Lloyd, Jadakiss, or Fifty Cent? Jadakiss. Oh, you're actually lit. What the hell? What? Sorry, guys. Yeah, By the I way, she's getting song. these right. I realise I haven't said she's getting these right. Um, That's wh- why you're mad. You're not giving me my props. Chill out. Which year <laughs> was Honey released? 2007, Ooh. 2001 or 2003? I'm going to go 2003. Wait, hold on, hold on. I feel like I watched it when I was in primary school. And in 2003, I was eight. So yeah, I'm going to go with 2003. You are correct. Yes. Which US rapper starred in Honey as the character Benny? Lil Romeo or Lil oh. Bow Wow? Lil Romeo. Um, not the quiz is just... Dis- oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was correct. like, not the quiz trying to get rid of my... Your results. My points. Zachary Isaiah Williams played Romeo Miller's little brother in Honey. What was his name in the film? Benny. Okay, so it wasn't. So what I'm going to do is... Right. <laughs> yeah? Can, can I have the options, please? Thank okay. you. Okay. Calvin, <laughs> Raymond or Chris? <laughs> oh, Raymond, of course. <laughs> hey. 
Damn it, I wish I didn't give you options. Okay. <laughs> Who was the real-life dance choreographer for the routines in Honey? Honey's mother, Mrs. Connie Daniels, who's Lonette yep. McKee, or Honey's rival, Katrina, Laurie Katrina. Ann Gibson? Laurie Ann Gibson. She had a show that was called Born to Dance, and I remember seeing her, and I was like, <gasps> you're the choreographer for Honey. <laughs> yeah, her name sounds really familiar, actually. Um, yeah. Which US female singer was initially scheduled to play the role Honey? Aaliyah, Kelly oh. Rowland, or Ashanti? Oh, I don't, I don't know this. Ooh. This is feeling a bit colorist. I'm to gonna me, go but... Ashanti because yeah, I'm gonna go Ashanti. Don't you think? Isn't that feeling a bit colorism to you? Why? Because like, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I wonder why this person wasn't picked. Maybe they had an album that came actually. Out to that be made fair, none of them are actually actresses. So let me. Just... Yeah. Oh, it was. It was actually Aaliyah. God rest her soul. Wow, I wonder when... When did Aaliyah pass? This is what I'm I thinking. I thought it was the 90s. Same. Not... Hold on. The oldest we could have been was six. Maybe she passed a year before that, or like 2002? Oh, yeah, maybe actually. Damn. Wow. Okay. Did not know that. Um. So that was your first wrong one. Um, she would have been a good honey to be Yeah, fair. she would. Which two female artists make an appearance in Honey? Missy Elliott and Tweet or Missy Elliott and Faith Evans? Missy Elliott and Tweet. Can I just say, fun fact, when I used to do street dance, we did choreography to their song. Oops, did you? Sh- yeah. You got, got nine out of ten. Extreme Honey fan. Yeah, they said you are a true Honey fan. You've got it. You're a true Honey fan. Um, like I had the DVD and I watched the bonus scenes and I watched right. the dance routines. Like if you put on the song now, I might be able to still do the dance routine that she does in the basketball, in the in the hall that she teaches the kids in. Okay, do you want do you want me to put the song on now or not particularly? Maybe <laughs> after we record, actually. Okay, that's fine. And then maybe um, if I don't know if we get pff, I don't know fifty likes, then um, fifty likes on what? I don't know. I just wanted to like put your video on <laughs> you know, live. You influencers are like, give yeah. me 5,000 likes. And it's like, oh, you're not asking for a lot, are you? Hun? Do you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> you know when Lil Boosie's like, put your pussy lips on live, I give you $1,000. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wait, is Lil, is, what's his name, Lil Boosie? Yeah, is it Lil? Is that the one who, oh yeah, I don't know if he's Lil. Is that the one who did the live and there was a girl who poured milk on herself? I thought that was in Tori's lives, but maybe it was in Lil Boosie as well. I mean, it was it was a low time for us all, to be I honest, was... so I'm not really sure whose life no, no, it no. was on. No, 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 that no. was a real low time. <laughs> Sorry. We were going on live to see women shake their arse cheeks <laughs> at the beginning of lockdown for money. Are we not I guess it's like a virtual strip club. No. I guess it's like a virtual strip club. No. Because then, if, if, they're, if they're like... Um, dancers anyway then I guess that would be a good way for them to promote themselves no, during the lockdown Deidre, are we not ashamed you know milk you know every... what in the yeast infection <laughs> every night we were racing to that that ugh, nasty yeah. man um, yeah. Instagram the only video of his from like screen recording mm-hmm. of his lives that I love is the one where he's got popcorn on Litty. And he asked Popcorn, like, oh, how are you dealing with the pandemic? And Popcorn's like, well, 
me just have cook. And he's like, I'm just <laughs> like that that is the only thing that I can ever give that man and when like Ooh. ever give him. Otherwise he's disgusting. Right. Disgusting. Um Yeah, women women during that time, respectfully, were really doing their thang. Um, yeah, they were doing their thing. The thang was thanging. The thang was thanging. Um, and it's funny because Iman Schupert, who um, is a basketball player, he's also Tiana Taylor's husband um, mm-hmm. and baby daddy. Um, they're such a buff couple. I really, really they actually love are. them. You know, they really... And like their children. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Um, they really remind me of um, our best friend and her boyfriend. Yeah, so much. I, I've always said this to her. I just yeah, it. it's the playfulness as well, isn't yeah. it? And like being able to be yourself and the yeah, basketball yeah, and then the cute like oh yes, yeah, um, yeah. I love that for them. I literally love also, it. Also, there was a video the other day of Junie, um, their daughter. Um, I think she was given Iman attitude. <laughs> And then As always. he said something and, and then she said to Tiana, look, this is your husband. Like, he should be doing this. And I was like, this force ripe little picnic, like, what is going that on here? But also, so force ripe American children are actually the funniest. Bro? No, they're too hilarious. So basically, um, someone tweeted... Um, or posted on Instagram. The reason men don't get excited about lingerie no more, queens, is y'all be wearing it outside with Air Max on, with a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> with an... <laughs> he didn't have to do all that. He, he, he did didn't have to, have to do, do all that. that. And he did the, like, oh, tired of y'all emoji, and, uh, you know, the one where it's like, I shot myself, or like... Yeah. That one. Um, yeah. And then Aman said, honour, I don't know what that means, honour, guys, uh, don't know if we meant on a real one. Anyway. Yeah, or like Una. Yeah. Una guy. Yeah. Una? I don't Not know. Una. Anyway. Um, guys, y'all desensitized it means nothing. So the question I'm going to ask you off the front of this. Do you think that I uh, I need to word it in a way that's like impartial, not put in blame. Do you think that society has become desensitized? by lingerie, um, women in bikinis, maybe women dancing, seductively, everything, because Mm. it's just part of society now? Yes, but I don't think it's women's fault. (laughs) And obviously this is so on the Rebound Pod brand (laughs) that I'm going to say that. But I think over time we've seen, um, like, what women wear to bed and underneath their clothes get skimpier and skimpier and skimpier. Mm-hmm. And then we've just seen those clothes become outside clothes now. <laughs> so yeah. like, even in the 50s when I used to wear the slip mm-hmm. and the little shorts underneath their pyjamas or whatever, that now is like a trip, like an outfit that people would wear out. Maybe with, to the beach Max, or to yeah. brunch or whatever. <laughs> to, yeah, it's the Air Max that's really killing me. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do think we have been desensitised. Um, and I wonder what, has come first is it the fashion houses that have made it fashion because they're the ones who are making like satin slip dresses mm. to be worn out maybe not with air max maybe with heel they were thinking right. of but we've got to do practicality so maybe the air max um or is it the fact that like it's become fashion in the ghetto because that's where a lot of these fashion houses mm-hmm. get their inspiration from um yeah i think it, we have become desensitized but i don't know if it's a bad thing that's what i was gonna ask opinion. you yeah yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just fashion changes over time. Um, 
there was actually one time this is such so such an embarrassing story <laughs> i was dating this guy and um i bought this really nice like one piece lingerie thing uh-huh. and it's the first piece of lingerie i ever bought and i remember i sent the picture to you and you were like oh fire emoji fire um, emoji literally all of that and then i remember i wore it for him and he went oh Olivia, I could have vomited. Nah, I wouldn't vomit out my earlobe. In his shoe. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it, I literally was there and I was like, oh, okay, Not cool. Oh. Like, <laughs> Not oh. Literally, oh. And like, what do you do from there? Nah, nah. Because now you have to leave. Nah. And then I'm going to just change into my comfy pyjamas. Do you know what I mean? So embarrassing. Anyway. <sighs> Men. What oh. do you think about that? Um... 1,001% men have become desensitised. We just, in general, everyone has become desensitised. Mm. Um, do I think it's a bad thing? Bad is the wrong word. I don't okay. think it's a bad thing, but I think it's a something. Um, okay. And I think, and obviously this is coming from the most, like, women are the forefront of, like, my life. Like, women over everything. <laughs> Obviously not over being black, but, um, you know, <laughs> black women are the front of everything. Um, hmm. It's a tricky one. I, yeah, so I definitely think we've become desensitised. I think it's very much, like, normalised. And I think, it, like you, I'm also intrigued to find out, like, was it the chicken or the egg? Um, yeah. And I think that what what how it's kind of evolved it's it's kind of to do with everything and just our culture and music especially i think has led this push so because music now popular music is like cardi megan nikki and i feel like mm. that before maybe that was a bit more niche apart from nikki i feel like nikki was always able to be like a rap barb and a pop barb. So, like, you could mm. never have listened to a rap song in your life, but you would listen to Nicki Minaj spit if he was, like, a proper pop princess because Nicki Minaj just has that appeal. She's just that kind of person. Um, mm. And But where I think, like, Megan Estallion is just, like, people would just know her songs now, like, not just people that would typically listen to rap music. Um, yeah. And the same with Cardi. And because they're so... Um, like sexually liberated in their lyrics and just their whole demeanour, um, that also comes with like a sexiness of like, I'm sexy, but I'm sexy because I know I'm sexy, not because anyone's put this on me and I wear what I want and I do what I want. And even though they're not necessarily wearing like lingerie outside, I think that's just mm. kind of, it's been they a culture, sh- yeah, but it's been like a culture shift. So then mm. Pretty Little Thing is able to sell a bra lip as an outfit and we're like fuck it i'm gonna wear a bralette and a blazer and a trouser and i'm a classy babe even though 10 years ago this bralette would have actually been underwear but Mm. like now people are wearing the bralette you can see the areola and the nipple ring and it's fashion and the thing is i fucking love that for us because Mm. like that's who we be Uh, the Mm. only something is that Mm -hmm. um and this is, I don't know whose fault this is. I definitely don't think it's women's or young girls. <laughs> um, but um, there is no, or there's very little distinction between, and we were talking about this on a previous episode, between mm. a 13-year-old and a 23-year-old, a 16-year-old and a 26-year-old. So my worry, my fear, my something is that there are 15-year-olds wearing bralettes. 
yeah, that's it's, it's a concern. Yeah, yeah. Is that what? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I agree with you. And that's not anyone's fault. I'm not blaming the girls. It's just because our um our generations are so intertwined with each other that mm-hmm. there's no distinction between the two, and so mm-hmm. that just worries me a little bit. That something that I I feel like us as adults have the know-how to acknowledge that okay we're going out in a bralette which is sexy and I've made the choice to look sexy today but I'm also Mm. fully aware of what might come with this even Mm. though that's not something we should have to deal with but this is the patriarchal society we live in like Mm. the same way if we go out and we either don't wear a bra or we're wearing a deep cut or something that's we know what's going to come with that but we're prepared Mm. sometimes we're not because it's just difficult but we're prepared to know that I might get that unwanted attention but I know how to handle myself today because I know I've intentionally gone out with something that makes me feel sexy but is also maybe going to attract nasty nasty people I don't think that a child, because that's what 16-year-olds are, a child has the ability to navigate life in that way. So my worry is that when they're wearing bralettes because they think it looks lit and it's hot and sexy... It is, but that's for adults. And so that's mm. only, that's my worry in these situations. And I guess it's the same thing about being desensitised, is that because boys and men haven't had, I don't know... The respectability training to um, treat women with respect as a society. I'm not just attacking, not all men, um, but as a society. So, like, they now think that we're wearing underwear out on the street. We're not. It's a bralette. This is now outdoor Mm. clothes. So this is no longer underwear. So Mm. you being desensitised and now, like... I'm struggling to explain myself, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, No, I think I know what you mean. They're seeing it as underwear, so they're... It's almost like they... It's two things. They have, they're have they losing respect for women and blaming it on the fact that we're wearing underwear outside. And they're also like, how do you expect to keep me if you can't even wear underwear just for me and you're wearing it outside? Basically, basically. So, so the fact that they can't... They can't separate the two, that actually a bralette can be worn outside and lingerie is for inside is now the women's problem because we've made it that way. Yeah. As opposed to the fact that they're not keeping up with fashion trends. <laughs> Basically. If, if they just spent five minutes on the tube looking at all the adverts on the, at the tube stations, I mean? they would understand now that bralettes, pretty little thing said so, bralettes can be worn outside. Basically. Because um, their bralettes are not bras. And, and I think as well, um, as you were speaking, I was just thinking about how lingerie has changed over time because... Five years ago, lingerie was anything really that was lacy, maybe high cut or low Mm -hmm. cut in the chest, um, see-through, like that, yeah? But now I feel like lingerie has to have holes, so it's either crotchless, it has, like, bows. It's a lot more risque, in my opinion, from what I've seen, than it used to be. And you can get a lot more risque pieces for less money than you used to be able to. You used to have to go to, like, Asian Provocateur for, like, yeah. all of the really, really, like, saucy stuff. Right yeah, now, yeah. you can kind of go to Ann Summers and you can get stuff for a reasonable price. Yeah, yeah. So, I wonder if that, that transition from, like, lingerie being worn as outerwear has now meant that lingerie designers are having to make their, their lingerie intended for the bedroom and for sexy time more risque yeah, yeah, in yeah. order to make that distinction. Yeah. So, maybe from what Iman's saying, like... 
for all he knows, the women who are wearing lingerie outside, they've got some sick stuff underneath their bed in right. their little drawers right. um, <laughs> that they're never going to wear outside and only their partner's going to see. Yeah. So I think that there's levels to this and I think that's where your concern about age comes in because as well as the unwanted attention that a young a young woman would get or a young girl would mm-hmm. get if she's wearing laundry outside without knowing the repercussions, do you also understand that there are levels to this? So, yeah. like, when you're when you're thinking, oh, yeah, this is really going to do it for the guy if she's trying to, like, whatever, if she's, if she's sexually active, she might get that O response that I got because the, the guy is seeing other women wear laundry outside. Yeah. And she doesn't understand why that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think there's so many there's so many levels to it. But I still don't... Yeah, I, I, I still stick with the fact that I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's something that, unfortunately, women have to make peace with the fact that they're going to get more attention when they do wear lingerie outside. Not that they should. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. That, that's the reality. Like, the other day I was walking f- um, through Brixton and I was wearing an oversized jumper mm. and jeans and I was, like, heckled in the street. It's just so, like... Oh, yeah... Like, I might as well just wear bras outside at this point because if it's going to happen, I might as well be feeling cute while I'm doing it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? But I think as well, like, as you're talking, I'm just seeing a completely other side to the argument as well. And I also think, like, oh, who said that you need to be sensitised by us? Uh, I don't know sensitised word. But I just think, like, uh, I don't care. (laughs) Like, we don't actually live. Sorry, the other side of me is just activated now, so I might start getting mad. Mm. Um, But I just feel like... (laughs) We don't actually live for your pleasure. So I'm so sorry that the look of my cleavage no longer excites you. I'm actually fucking mm. glad. At least now, like... It's not for you anyway. Do you know what I mean? Thank. I'm really glad that it's desensitising you. Now my existence can stop bothering you. You maybe can leave us the fuck alone do you know what I mean? walking down the street, maybe. You can stop hanging your head out your car now because, because I've, don't know, I've worn a bralette with Converse. It doesn't turn you on anymore. Yeah, thank fuck. Because I'm outside yeah. on the street and I'm going to the bar with my friends yeah. um that's a word actually yeah I, to be honest men being desensitized by women's bodies might not actually be the worst thing do you know but because like, then they might the actually start treating us like humans no but then this is the thing and this is where i think this is what's missing if only they had the education then not the education yeah then because <laughs> i think then because they're desensitized then like they're not even seeing us. They're not then seeing us as human. So like they're even oh, more I so see. that we're just more available to them because they're like, look at you. Right. You're, I'm decent. I don't even see this as sexy. This is now just a part of you. So I just, I just, you're even more accessible. I'm entitled to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then it's not that they're desensitized to us as women. They're desensitized to the clothing that yeah. we put on. Yeah. So yeah. it's like at one point I respected this clothing as being a choice that you made for your man or for your partner, but now you're making it for everyone. So it now means that I have access to you because right. I can see your nipple ring. Right, right. okay. Right, right. That is scary. Th- that's and what the I'm fact saying. That, the fact that men would read Iman's tweet and think, yeah, man, they've made it this way. That's why, like, and when I go and speak to them, she doesn't want to hear it. Like, she shouldn't be wearing clothes like that. She didn't want to hear exactly. it. Exactly. That's, that's where that think. mindset yep. comes from. Yep, yep. Because oh, they, that's yeah. smelly. Yeah, because they think that it's always for them. They can't really, like, fathom that, oh, I don't know, I just want to look sexy for myself. 
Um, or it's not even you want to look sexy. Like, even before you were saying that, if you wear it with a blazer and a trouser, that's classy. Yeah, classy. I babe. love seeing a babe in, in, a, in a little teddy it's suit, so trouser, nice, and a blazer. Yeah. Classy. That's a look. So it's, it's not look. even that you want to look sexy, it's that yeah. you want to look put together. It gives you a bit of an edge to your yeah. outfit. It's not always about looking sexy when you wear laundry outside. That's. Mm, I don't know if I agree. Let me think. Oh my gosh, maybe. Maybe I'm men. Oh, my God. Because... <laughs> oh, my God. Not that being your alter ego. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, like... No, you're right. What I'm... Th- I'll just tell you what's going on in my head because I just realised you guys well, can't read my mind yet. Um, yeah. in, to me, I'm like, you can't unsexy lingerie. Like, lingerie is a sexy item of clothing. But then, mm. actually, with what you said, when I think about it in wearing it with a blazer like the the outfit we just described i don't then think oh she looks sexy i think oh she looks really nice i'm not seeing it as mm. something sexy mm. but that's like i guess with jeans and trousers like it skinny jeans essentially can be seen as sexy because they hug the figure you can see your True. bum all of your legs but jeans aren't sexy question then what makes someone or something sexy is it the clothes is it their body is it the combination are we are we thinking about like on a societal point from our point from a man's point because i think that's very different things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from a man's point i think sexy is anything that accentuates your figure and that means you have to have one so Mm -hmm. i could be walking down the road in something and another woman could be walking Mm -hmm. on the road in something and one of us will be seen as sexy and the other won't you see it all the time like even um like in school or whatever and the girls with like a a bigger bus wouldn't be able to wear certain things because it was seen as um, distracting or sexy or whatever so yeah. I think to society and men because society creates the male gaze like anything that accentuates the figure for people who have a figure is sexy yeah to yeah. us yeah. anything like if you want to feel sexy you're sexy whatever yeah. makes you feel sexy is sexy it, it doesn't matter about your figure it doesn't matter about the type of clothing I could wear a bloody dashiki and feel sexy as fuck because I'm not wearing <laughs> underwear do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so it's, it's that yeah. sort of thing yeah. Oh. What would you say? This is really making me think. I agree a hundred percent. I also think I'm now thinking of like men now. Yeah. What mm. makes a man sexy? And like mm. because obviously like grey sweatpants is obviously like something that we've made a thing. <laughs> that's um, men's laundry. Right. <laughs> that's literally men's laundry. Um, we desensitise now to grey tracksuit bottoms I'm, because you don't wear it everywhere. You wear it to the gym now. You I wear it out to the screaming. club. No you wear it out to lunch with your boys. Imagine if they wore it to the club. Yuck. Um, <laughs> no, I can imagine it, to be honest. Yuck. Um, they would if they could, you know, to be honest. They actually would if they could. Um, yeah, and then I suppose that like, grey tracksuit bottoms itself are not sexy. Like, that's not a sexy yeah. item of clothing. Um, yeah. I think men... I think you're right about the figure-hugging thing. I also think that men... Because, not in a rude way, they're so simple-minded. I think that... Mm. And I think society has made them that way, but also they are society mm. and so are we, so... Um, but <laughs> I think that, like, sexy just means nudity. Um, so, like... Mm. Yeah. They just see a bra strap, they're getting excited, but it's just, like... <laughs> 
it's not actually anything. My like top it... just doesn't fit me very well. <laughs> so you can see my brush. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But then also, like, if you think of Love Island, like, they've just made white toes a sexy thing. Like, it, they're fucking that's toes, so bro. True. Like, that's that's not sexy. But white toes yeah. have become sexy. Long nails have become sexy. Long eyelashes. Like, just things have just become what makes someone sexy. But with mm. men, I think it's more like... For me, anyway, um, and I'll ask you as well, uh, for men and women, but for me, when I think of men, like, what makes them sexy, I think, is, like, their aura. I don't mm. I don't think men are very sexy creatures in comparison to women. Women, I think mm. we are sexy. I don't really think men are sexy. I think mm. their aura makes them sexy or the way they talk, but not them like just looking at them they have to have the source right is that what you're saying right yeah it's a very specific thing whereas i think that like many different women that look many different ways can all be sexy in their own way Mm. but i wouldn't know what it is that pinpoints it with women yeah yeah that's a really interesting point i actually think because at the moment i'm trying to think see if i can answer your question Mm -hmm. and i i don't think i can separate male gaze and society's idea of sexuality and sexiness for women mm-hmm. in the same way that I can for men. Yeah, okay, Because yeah. I don't think there's a thing as this, like, normalised female gaze. So if, like, like you said, if if a man has source and he can carry himself, like, regardless of his race, I think women and heterosexual women, people who date men, can can agree that if a, if a man has source that contributes to making him sexy, among other things, right? 100%, because it's really me that fancies Jack Grealish, but I don't know, like... There's, right, right, there we go. Anyway, we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but then with women, they don't... A woman doesn't have to have source in order to be sexy. 100%. 100, 100, 100. Because you don't even have to know a woman's personality for her to be sexy. <laughs> you don't even have to open her because mouth. think about page three. Yeah, <laughs> think about page three in, in the sun. Like, yeah. she just got her tits out and that's sexy. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I think the idea of sexiness when it's attached to women is actually a lot more superficial mm, than mm. when it's attached to men. Men have sexualised women so much that you don't even have to do anything to be sexy as a woman. Oh, that's awful. Whereas, yeah, you just have to exist. You just have to have boobs. Oh. Or, like, somewhat of a shape and you're sexy. Oh. That's a bit... Oh, that's a bit... <laughs> I don't think women have to do much. That's why we can get sponsored in the club. You don't know if I'm a horrible person, but you're buying me a bottle. Yeah, they don't even care. They don't, they don't even care, care. Because you're sexy. Oh. I'm rewarding you for your for your sexy presence by buying you a bottle. Now, this is not to say, guys, if you see Olivia out in a club, you shouldn't sponsor her. This this is me just saying as a caveat. Bro, sponsor Especially me if I'm with her, you should you should absolutely sponsor us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I'm saying that the when there's And an I mean it, by the way. We're not capping. Yeah, literally mean it. That was why I had to stop my stop my thought, my train of thought. Um but I think, yeah, the idea that some men will see women as wifey material or as attractive or appealing because she is sexy without thinking about the other things about her than the fact that you can see her cleavage and her top yeah is problematic because what if she's crazy yeah what if she's toxic yeah what if she's actually a horrible person no but do you know what it is and this is why oh it's just making me like about men so sorry but this is why 
like they end up being like oh but it's always the crazy ones that are sexy they can't they yeah. can't even use sense they're so like <laughs> so wanting something sexy sexy sex 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 <laughs> that they can't mm-hmm. actually use logic in that moment yeah. because they're so focused on hypersexualizing the person so like you said mm-hmm. that's the same thing in the street they can't like a woman will be saying, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend. I have a girlfriend. I'm married. Like, everything. But all they can think is, yeah, but you're sexy. So I won't... But yeah. they're not listening. Like, I should have access to you. But, like, yeah, they, they don't yeah. get it. And that's making me feel gross because, like, they've literally put that on us. Like, the sexiness on us. We haven't asked for that. And there are days yeah. where we don't want to be sexy. We don't... And and when we do want to feel sexy or be sexy, we want that to be our choice. We want that to yeah. be something that we've decided. Even if we are wearing a baggy jumper and, and mash-up Dot Martins or whatever. I don't know what that outfit is, mm. but, you know, I just went with it. Um, <laughs> because... It's something I would rock, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. we, we want to be able to choose that sexiness for ourselves rather than it being yeah. put on us. And just to go back to my earlier point, that's kind of, again, the worry that I mentioned earlier with children. If they're wearing mm. lingerie, uh, bralettes and stuff like that, outdoor lingerie, we call it, um, people were putting that on them and they don't have that choice um and that's a bit yeah and then they'll get blamed for it because they'll say oh yeah but you don't look 14 right and then it's it's immediately the victim's fault because she's wearing something that isn't associated with her age Yeah. yeah no i completely agree um yeah, completely agree. And I think the thing that you said about sometimes we don't want to be sexy, I feel that really deeply. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't know how to voice it because I think it makes me sound big headed. But sometimes I'll like the part of the reason why I was just like me and Uber, me and Uber and like Bolt and Ola mm-hmm. and Ola. I don't know how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this mm-hmm. was because I didn't want the possibility of being harassed on my journeys when yeah. I was going out yeah. or even if I was looking a bit cute that day yeah. I didn't want to be sexualized by anyone yeah so now when it happens and especially after lockdown I've been feeling a lot more anxious about it yeah. and not wanting to be approached like do you remember that time we went out for our friend's birthday dinner and a guy came up to me and was like you look oh, good and he was looking in disgusting. my chest it was disgusting. that is my that makes me feel yuck yeah yeah that doesn't make me feel confident because yeah. you've just sexualized me without my consent yeah yeah so yeah. if you're doing it in your head that's one thing but if you've decided to open your smelly mouth Stinking. and tell me the, exactly the disgusting thoughts that yeah. are going through your head yeah. i don't want that that's a that's a yeah. lot of responsibility that you're putting on me and then you're gonna criticize me for not wanting yeah. that attention yeah, yeah. You've just given it to me and I haven't asked yeah. for it. If I come up to you and say, do you think I'm sexy? Then you can tell me all the disgusting things going through your head. Right. But I haven't done that. I'm actually just walking to the tube station. Yeah. So I'd rather you just left me walking to the tube station so that I don't have to feel anxious when I leave my house. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't think, like, people understand... Oh, I'm not even going to just say men. People mm-hmm. who do that, I don't think people who do that understand how uncomfortable it can make you feel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're just trying to go about your day-to-day and people are just telling you how sexy you look. Yeah. This is making me sound like such a first-world problem, no, but no, no, I think no, no, it, no, it's, a, it's a form of harassment. It is, it is. And I think as well, like, it just... But, yeah, I just think I just think it's, like, super gross and it, does, I, it doesn't make you sound big-headed at all. I think it is something that a lot of us think um and i think the even like going in ubers and stuff that's such a common thing like even even how and i don't even think we realize that 
this is the reason. But you know, when we're like, oh, you know, when it's the summer, we'll be like, oh, I feel so weird being dressed up when it's so light outside. I don't actually think that's because we feel uncomfortable being dressed up because it's light outside. I think it's because it's light. There's more people around, i.e. men, i.e. unwanted attention when we are dressed up. Whereas in the night, we prepare ourselves after 10pm to get unwanted attention if we're dressed up. In the yeah. daytime, you don't really expect to be catcalled in the daytime yeah, just for nothing. So I think yeah. like that's such a common thing that many of us are like, oh, I'm just going to get Uber there. And I think we think that it's because, oh, we just get there quicker or, oh, I can't walk in my house. Sometimes these are the genuine reasons, but I think the, the underlying reason is because I don't want to have to deal with the attention being dressed up. Um, and yeah. I think, you know, we spoke about this in a very early episode about what we would do if there were no men um, around and how different we'd navigate life. And if we knew that from the journey from our house to wherever we're going on our motive, there were only women around us, I really don't think we'd be getting an Ubers to the motive. I really, really don't. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. I just think like... The the unwanted attention, the level is just not the same. Um, and I think, do you know what it is? Like, men don't even know how to be responsible Discreet. with their thoughts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> if I was feeling confident enough to say to a man, like, you look good in his face... He'd yeah, probably looking, looking at his dick print in right, the grey sweatpants. Right. He probably doesn't think that... I mean, knowing his male ego, he probably does think that I want to go home with him. But he probably doesn't feel threatened in that situation. Mm-hmm. And even if he... Yeah. He probably just thinks I'm complimenting him. Maybe I'm drunk. Maybe I'm just gassed. I'm confident. Um, and then if even if he does think, oh, maybe this girl wants to go home with me, that's an exciting thing for him. That probably wouldn't mm-hmm. be intimidated. Unless he's someone that's yeah. easily intimidated by obviously my beauty and my sexiness. Obviously. <laughs> right. Um, whereas with a man, when he's saying that, we know that he's not just saying that as, ha a light-hearted thing. When they're licking mm. their lips and biting their like biting their lips and doing all this, we actually know exactly what they would want to do with us if we gave them the opportunity. And I think that is what makes it so disgusting and makes it us feel like we're pieces of meat because yeah. we actually know that most men, I know this is an awful thing to say, and even as I'm thinking of saying it, I'm like, oh. most men, given the chance, if we allowed them to would sleep with us. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's like, that's the fear that comes with it, is they're not just saying it. If I said to a guy, no, you're actually looking mad buff, I'm just saying it because maybe I'm feeling confident that day, or as I said, I'm very drunk, because I'm not really that kind of person. (laughs) Um, But when a guy says that, I think it's also, it's always as an, as an opportunist. And that is yeah. what is scary. Yeah, no, that's really interesting because I think if you think about um, the amount of compliments that a guy who harasses and catcalls, like gives people or women in a day, it's the idea that you just spread it out wide yeah. and then whoever comes back is whoever comes back. And yeah. for some people, that's how that's how they get their success. Yeah. They basically just, you know, give little comments out to everyone and whoever comes in, like a little fish, <laughs> is the one that they catch for the day. Yeah. And I just think if that is your technique of, of 
being being on the prowl and and you know pulling then I think maybe you should reevaluate your technique because Bro. all of the women who decide not to bite and come to you, you have made their day worse. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that the, like, the ratio of, like, making it worse and getting, like, pulling, I don't know if that's worth it to make yeah. those women's day worse. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the, um, the idea that a lot of men, if given given the chance would sleep with us Mm -hmm. i don't know if that is completely true Mm -hmm. but i also don't think men are managing their pr very well to make us think otherwise (laughs) because because i'm trying to think about all the men that i know and all the men that i know Mm -hmm. of and you know you hear even in podcasts they're like oh yeah like obviously like if if you if she gave you the chance you would sleep with her and a lot of them like yeah yeah yeah. but when you actually think about the platonic relationships that men can have with women Mm -hmm. not a lot not all of them are going to say yeah if the girl gives them a chance to but like men are not giving us any other reason to think that they're not a threat because you make it seem like everything uh, that everything you've just sexualized us completely yeah so that all you want from us is sex so if we're not going to give it to you there's something you're not happy with you're going to cut us out you're going to do you know what i mean it's just yeah 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 yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a really weird it's a really weird thing when you really deep how disadvantaged you are mm-hmm. in society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think especially as black women and we realise like how uh tumultuous, fickle our relationship with black men can be at times. Mm-hmm. How um endangered we can feel mm-hmm. around men in general sometimes but also the fact that black men don't feel like they want to go against that and protect us protect when we're us. in public yeah. yeah um but then also we shouldn't need to be protected so the idea that we have to ask is going against our, our want to be independent yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's a lot yeah. and i think yeah it's it's fucked it's, it's really all i can say it's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucked <laughs> So this idea that Aman said that, you know, men are getting desensitised to it, that is just another excuse that they will use to harass a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was there was one time I was going for my walk, yeah? There was a chance when, there was a time when I was trying to do the Dinka Step Challenge and I was trying to get, like, 15,000 steps in per day. Mm-hmm. And I went for a walk in gym wear mm-hmm. because I was being active. It was active wear. Yeah. And a man said something to me in Patois. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I just mm-hmm. remember he was Jamaican. And then he said, you shouldn't be wearing that outside if you don't want those sorts of comments. And I thought, sweaty me, who's on my 13,000th step. Bro. I'm just trying to get my steps in, hun. Bro. It's lockdown. Bro. It's just, it's really, it's really, really scary. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of want to pull them up and be like, let's sit down and talk about what you've just done. Let's really unpack what you've just done because that was nasty. That yeah. was horrible what, what you just did there. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm just too angry and I don't have the, I don't have the words to do it. Yeah. And it just goes back to, I know we would have said this before, like, I hate that we have to be like the victims and the teachers, like... Yeah, I don't want to have to school you because I'm fucked off that you've done that in the first place. But if yeah. I don't school you, like who else is going to? Because you and the rest of your mates are doing the same things, so and none of you are really looking like the teacher here. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I hate that, and I think that's really difficult, and that's what is that's what is missing. This is where we need, like, other men to step up and educate mm-hmm. their friends. So that we don't have to even go through, we don't have to be the victims. 
but if we then are the victims we don't then have to be the teachers as well um so yeah it's gonna take a long time it is it's gonna take a long time um because i think we we naturally feel like we have a responsibility to care we're taught to nurture right yeah. we're taught to forgive give second chances love unconditionally hence the motherhood thing mm-hmm. it all comes round again we're taught to be these loving nurturing creatures mm-hmm. men are taught that it's okay to fuck up yeah yeah so yeah. if women are always picking them up when they fuck up of course they're going to make mistakes and of course the same victim who then becomes a teacher yeah it's just going to be another nagging woman yeah. because they've always been able to fuck up and and get back on their feet men fell upwards a lot of the time not to say that there's not disadvantages but they fell upwards we can't do that so i will continue to be the teacher where i can because i i believe in people Mm -hmm. but i also think the fuckery has to stop somewhere yeah (laughs) and it's not always going to stop with a teacher one day you're going to say something to the wrong woman right and I hate to say it, but there's going to be a man associated with her around somewhere because that seems to be the only way that some of you yeah, learn. Yeah, and he's yeah. going to be around and he's going to hear it. Yeah. And then that will be the end of your comments that you that you give to women. Right. You will never catcall again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, basically. Um, or just not in that neighbourhood because, you know, men, they're persistent. Um, yeah. On that note... <laughs> Shall we pull some cards? Let's let's pull some cards. Let's just let's just bring it bring it in. Bring it in. Let's bring it home. Oh no. So right. Maybe that's not that not was home. the right phrase. Sorry, sorry. Not home. <laughs> Ooh, because it's not, is it? Okay. Right. I'm gonna pull a couple of cards from the Kalechi's uh, spiritual season for the soul deck, as always, because yeah, this deck has it speaks the truth. Um, and I pulled two cards today and I shuffled a couple of times and they both came out twice. Right. So I think that means something. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read both of them. Um, so the first card is number 13. You've overcome so much to be here. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. And it says, you're right. You're right. This life is tough. Yet you, here you are thriving. Always remember that you are made of God's stuff, which means that you cannot be broken. Take each moment as it comes and find peace in each one. This is how you keep going. And that is, honestly, to the England football team, that honestly. one. I feel like both of these are quite well-themed in terms of what um, the fuckery that's been going on this week, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, and the second card is card number 21. And it says, just because other people are moving mad doesn't mean you have to join in. And this is to the honestly. racist. Honestly. Okay? This is to the racist. Humans are annoying, am I right? So <laughs> what now? You would like to lower your energy and become spiritually unconscious just to feed your ego. You know, you now know too much to allow yourself to do something so little. Let them enjoy their party of madness. They'll eventually run out of snacks. And that is to the guy who is being investigated by his employer because someone reported him. And I just really hope that he gets made redundant. Not even redundant because that comes with a payment. I really hope they fire him. Fired, yeah. And he learns not to do that anymore. And he is an example to everyone. Um, I also feel like I'm not even, I mean, I know, like, right to a fair trial and stuff, but I just feel like what's to investigate? <laughs> he said yeah. it, so sack him now, like, pull him into, I just feel like, why are we investigating? But okay, I know they love that word. Um, cause, yeah, that's, you know, the, that's if, the word they love to use yeah, for democratic it, it reasons. Yeah, it people into thinking that shit's being done when for all we know he could still be working there. Um, that's true. And that's something I'll just on leave for a few weeks. Do you know what I mean? And that's something I want a bit better for us. This is just a little side note, myself mm-hmm. included, that um, like it's the follow through. I think yeah. that we're good at raising the awareness, pointing things out. But like, did it happen? 
Did he get yeah. sacked? Do we know? Yeah. Is, is Someone that... needs to check his LinkedIn in three months and see if he's you know what I looking mean? for work. What, you know, that, that racist girl in Birmingham, where is she now? Is she still True. in her job, in her college, uni, where is she, you know, why? Did we mm. check up on it? I just think we need to get better at the checking up. But I love the collective, like everyone saying, look in the comments, find out who they are. Like, I love, I love all of that. Um, yeah. So my cards, I'm pulling from the you got this words you of got this. you got this words of inspiration, and um, it says those who are brave are free. Um, wow. And I'm gonna dedicate that one to Saka because he was brave, yeah. and I hope he feels free in his choice. Um, yeah. Because when you're brave, you just go for stuff. So, like, you can't be held back for anything because you just did it. So you are free. You're free of like the worry and doubt and everything because you just brave. You just did it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I love that. And then I'm going to pull, for, I've pulled from the mindfulness, um, 30 days of mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. And this one says, challenge your beliefs. It says, take a belief you've held for a long time and pretend you believe. Oh, I hate when it's even hard for me because I'm like, I'm telling the listeners, but would I do it? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Oh, this, right. When I get there. Sorry, guys. You know, when you read ahead to the class, but no one else knows yeah. this. Um, <laughs> Take a belief you've held for a long time and pretend you believe in the exact opposite for a few minutes. Notice how you feel when you do this. The belief you choose can be related to religion, politics, education, gender, medicine or just life in general. The stronger your belief, the more effective this exercise will be. For example, you believe in God, pretend you are an atheist or you are pro-Brexit. Now pretend you are anti-Brexit. How does it make you feel to fight the other corner? There are no right or wrong answers here. We simply want to try and understand where the people on the other side of these beliefs are coming from. You can learn a lot about yourself and people around you from this simple exercise. Wow. Mm. I feel Maybe scared we should... to try that. <laughs> that would be very interesting to try. When you were reading it at first, I was thinking about the racists, actually, and like getting <laughs> them to think the other side and what they would learn about people of colour living in this country if they just for a second just put down second. their phone yeah. and stopped tweeting abuse and stopped voicing abuse, like, what would they learn? Then I was thinking, what if I did that and pretended to be them? And then it just made me angry, so I just stopped yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> That's one thought too far. Yeah, it's just, for them, it's misdirected anger, isn't it? Like, if I think in their shoes, obviously I'm never going to think in the shoes of a, like... Um, think oh how racist could I get like no, not in that way no. um, <laughs> but like when I think about what that is it's rooted in um, fear lack of intelligence oftentimes um, yeah fear intimidation stupidness um Mm. but then I also sometimes think that those words are almost giving them too much grace for what they're doing yeah that's what I was thinking as you were saying them so it's it's hard because what are you scared of yeah not like you like because even if we're thinking about the football example yeah if we put ourselves in the in the shoes of people who are racially abusing the black Mm -hmm. players what are they scared of not winning okay Mm. but that why are you only directing it at the black players? Yeah. Um, ignorance. Okay. But it's a mixed squad. So it's not that only black people can run fast. It's a mixed squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, misdirected anger is obviously one of them, but that's not a reason yeah. why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 if if I really interrogate all the reasons, I'm like, you're just fucking ignorant. Yeah, yeah. There isn't any understanding to it, is there? Yeah, that's that's where I can't the mindfulness. Like, I can do it with a lot of other things, but I think <laughs> in terms of like racism and like abuse, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, um, but maybe we'll try it. Like outside of the pod, yeah. both of us, and then we'll let you guys know. I'm trying to think, what would I... Um... It's hard... I would try and put myself in the, like, in the head of a homophobic person. <sighs> it's hard because I'm, I'm so... I'm so... I am stubborn. I tried to think of another word, but I am. I'm so stubborn <laughs> and I'm so... The like... fact that you tried to find another word <laughs> yeah. was very stubborn of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so rooted... In what I believe. We both are. We both hold such strong opinions. Yeah. I think it will be so hard to think about the other extreme in such a strong way. But I'm also Libra mm. Cat, so I can see things from the other side. But, mm. yeah. We'll have a mm. think and we'll, we'll let you guys know. Absolutely. But, yeah, this episode was interesting. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing with us your thoughts about children. That was, that was really interesting to get your thoughts on it. No problem. Um, and, yeah, if you can, please do interact with us and let us know what your thoughts are. Like, do you want children? If you don't, why? If you do, why? Like, let's just really open up the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And, Liv, can you tell us where they can find us to have the conversation? Of course. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at The Rebound Pod. And you can hashtag The Rebound Pod on all those platforms to continue the conversation um if you are one of our beautiful amazing wonderful gorgeous um not cat calling listeners on yeah. apple uh, <laughs> if you podcast, have sense you know, um apple podcast or amazon music then please do um or facebook sorry you can't you can't rate us on amazon music but do follow us oh, on can, there. can you not i don't think so May, maybe try mm. and let us know guys, yeah actually. just run That'd it up anyway do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah, and please do... I think you can recommend us on Facebook, actually. So please do recommend us, leave a rating, five-star mm-hmm. rating and review on Apple Podcasts and like us on um, Spotify and Amazon Music so you can be the first to know when an episode comes out. You can find DJ at Khadija underscore Rose and me at Olivia Perlita. Um, yeah. Um, perfect all right well this has been lovely thank you so much for rocking with us this week and always and we will catch you in the next one bye